This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. So folks, um, I remember me and Bernie were on the air a couple years ago, more than a couple now, back in July of 2017, right after the July 4th holiday, and there was one particular story that was so devastating and so gross that it bothered us for years. You may remember Mia Sotis Familia. She was brutally assassinated in the line of duty back in July of 2017 while working in a temporary mobile headquarters in the Bronx. She was attacked only because she was a cop. She wore that uniform, and because of that, she died a very tragic but heroic death. Over the years, I've gotten to know her daughter, Genesis, who is just an unbelievably beautiful person. Genesis was in college. She was a kid. And after her mom was assassinated, she had to take on the overwhelming responsibility of raising her siblings, twin siblings, Peter and Delilah, who are now, believe it or not, 17 years old. They were 12 at the time of the death. Now they're applying to colleges and Moving on, and, and all this uh, because Genesis assumed the role of mom when her mother, Mia Sotis, was in fact assassinated back in July of 2017. Tunnel to Towers provided Genesis, Peter, and Delilah with a mortgage-free home back in December of 2017. You're about to cry. I can see that. And joining me and Frank this morning is, in fact, our friend Genesis Valella. It is always great to see you. Good morning. Good morning. It's great to be here. It's great to see you, too. Um, I'm, I'm so grateful to the Tunnels Towers Foundation um, for really giving me the blessing of a home, a mortgage-free home for me and the kids. Um, when my mother was killed, my mother was a single mother who worked long, hard hours Um with the NYPD, my mom worked midnights so that she could have the day with us to spend time with me and the kids. And when I was a teenager, I used to help her out um, a lot with raising the kids when she had to make an arrest or had any overtime where she had to stay um, at the precinct. And I would take the kids to school, help them with their homework, cook dinner mm. for them, something really simple. But I had a great, fulfilling childhood as well. My mom made sure of that. And when she was brutally assassinated on July 5th solely for being a cop... Um, I was then thrusted into this role. And years earlier, I had actually made a promise to my mom that if anything were to happen to her because of um, because of the job that I would take care of the kids. And this was at a time when I was having this conversation. I was 17 when there was so much um, hatred towards the police department and things were sort of ramping up um, in terms of violence towards police officers and officers being attacked. Um, and I'm so grateful to Frank Siller and all the amazing people at Tunnel to Towers because they really saved me and the kids. And the gift of a home is something that I could, could never thank this organization enough for. And this is a blessing. And Frank Siller and all the amazing people at Tunnel to Towers who truly care and really, really get to know the families and really, really care about us and make sure that these heroes, heroes like my mom, are taken care of. 
You um, and their families. You were thinking about going to college. You were seventeen. Mm-hmm. You were living the life like uh, all teenagers live when this happened. This unspeakable tragedy happened, and then again, as we both talked about already, you were thrust into a motherhood role, which you've done a tremendous job. Congratulations. Uh, you look back now. You promised your mom you would do it, and you did it. Is there some resentment that you weren't able to do some of the things that you planned on doing, or are you all too happy? to do what you've done over the last five years? I don't have any resentment at all. This is something that I chose um, to do. I chose to raise the kids on my own. I was the only person who could do it. And, um, you know, I've always had a great relationship with Peter and Delilah, and they accepted (laughs) me into this role um, where I've moved from, you know, big sister to mom, um, and they've embraced me in that way. And there's, you know, I don't have a single regret for doing this because I'm doing this for my mom. And for the kids, because uh, I love them. Uh, Jenna, I am sorry for your loss, and I'm sorry that we're meeting uh, this Thank way you. on the one hand. But on the other hand, I think your story is so inspirational uh, to so many people that value the work that the police do in general, and especially the people uh, like your mom. Uh, just wondering, it seemed, it's just an incredible story that Tunnel to Towers Foundation was able to do this for you and your family. What do you think life would have been like for you if the Tunnel to Towers Foundation hadn't been there for you to uh, get this home for you and for your siblings? How how would things have been different for you the last five years? Um, things would have been really bad, um, especially financially. Um, right now, there's also issues um, in Albany where line of duty children like myself are um, not offered the same um, financial support that uh, – spouses and parents of first responders who die in the line of duty in New York State you kidding. receive. No, um, it's actually um, horrible. It's it's like torture, and I've been, wow. been going through this no for idea. years where the children, we've, we've gotten zero. We've, we haven't been able to access any of the money because um, New York State, the surrogates court acts as um, s- sort of, acts as a literal um, guardian. Like, they ca- they're in total control of the money of my mom's pension that she would have enjoyed had she, you know, made it to her retirement, which she would have. Um, And spouses of all first responders, this is all the way up and down New York, up and down Long Island, NYPD, FDNY, every single agency that is, that falls under a first responder agency in New York state. um, These laws, these arbitrary outdated laws apply to their children and the children are honestly set up for failure. When I was 20, um, that's when my mom was called. I was only 20 years old. I was enrolled in college. I had one year left to go. I came back, dropped out. I had to um, go through the legal process to get guardianship of my brother and sister so I could Mm. protect them legally. Um, And then a year later, I ended up going back to school, and I took the kids with me. Um, I was going to school overseas, and I enrolled them into um, the equivalent of eighth grade over there. And um, that was an amazing experience for them. But for me, it was extremely challenging. Um, And if I didn't have this mortgage-free home, I would be in such a bad place financially. It would be extraordinarily hard. Mm -hmm. And I would be suffering more than I already am um, with this looming over my head. You know, being the only orphaned line of duty children in the history of the police department and the only... um, orphaned child who's had to step up and assume the role of parent that's not recognized the the laws currently for mm. for these death benefits all children have to be enrolled full-time in school um 
and there are no exceptions. And people who wrote this law years ago could have never, ever foreseen this happening. And also, it's just incredibly cruel to force a child yeah. who is grieving, especially yeah. a child like me, who had to drop out of school to take care of my kids. I was being penalized and punished for it, and my mom was being punished for it, which is completely unfair. Mm. So I'm so grateful to Tunnel to Towers for this mortgage-free home because this is something where not having a mortgage is such a relief oh, for yeah. me, and it's such yeah. a relief for so many families sure. who have lost their dad, who have lost their husband, their wife, their mom, and especially for me personally and my family, it's a blessing, and it's been life-changing for me. Genesis Valeli here. Folks, yeah. by the way, we've now raised over $33,000 this morning. Please keep it going. If you're listening to Genesis, I don't know how you couldn't. WABCradio.com slash donate. WABCradio.com slash donate. 844-BRAVEST. Now, I know you listen to me every morning, and it's a very political show, but you also know that we're very, including Frank, the whole peak cast here at ABC, very pro-police, very pro-police, starting with John and Margot Katsimatidis. We're not there yet. Right? There's still too many people in this city who talk badly about the cops. Some people actually get on the mayor for not being a cop, pro-cop enough. Your mom, again, was assassinated just because she was a cop. Do you feel, Genesis, like we're making any progress in that area, in this city, or are you still very disappointed? I, you know, what happened to my mom was um, very, very traumatic. Yeah. And the first emotion I felt was anger. Um, sadness, grief, um, and I still feel that to this day. Unfortunately, um, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't see the kind of respect for towards police officers where it should be, um, given how we had, you know, just earlier this year, two police officers who were also ambushed, um, two young officers, um, Rivera and Mora. Yeah. Um, so I think we're still a long ways away from where it should be, where people like my mom, you know, my mom's life was not regarded as, excuse me, as human. My mom was dehumanized and reduced to a badge and a uniform. You know, the monster that killed her didn't, you know, did not care that she was a woman, didn't care that she was a mom, didn't care to know who she was. He hated her and shot her in the head solely for being a police officer and that was the only reason why which is horrible and evil and unfortunately i don't i don't know if that's something that is um getting better but and i don't know how 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 to how that is something that we work towards and you know we go back to at least respecting police officers as people with families who are moms and dads and husbands and fathers who have children like my mom who rely on them and we only had our mom we have we had no one else and i have no one and the kids only have me and we were left to fend for ourselves after that but i i I don't know how we get back to to that to respecting our police just just as people and as law enforcement and as people who enforce the law. I don't either, but uh, hopefully uh, conversations like this and your bravery and courage help. I um, 
It's all crying in the studio. It's good to see you. Uh, unfortunately, this is not a great circumstance, but you're doing great work today uh, to make sure that something like this maybe doesn't happen again. And uh, we love you here at WABC, and thank you very much. Thank you.